Yeah, I've never really thought about it, I guess. You know what I mean? Because, uh, like, I'm thinking about the MLB. That's the only other logo I can really think of that has a player mm-hmm. on it. And I don't... If you told me that was an average player, like, I believe it. Like I said, because I never really thought about Jerry West being the logo until I found out that he detested it. Because I heard about that probably, like, six years ago. And he's been open to just giving it up. And I think it would be... It would be way too weird for it to be anybody else. Yeah, um, you know what I mean. Like it would yeah, be the, the switching be of think, the logo would be weird. But I mean, for people to say Kobe, um, I think it makes complete sense given his untimely passing. You know what I mean? I I agree that it makes sense that people are putting him in the conversation. I just don't feel this conversation would have been had if sat if he was here today. I think there would be people throwing Kobe's name in. Absolutely, um, that's a personal thing. I don't because I mean I think you know Jerry West like like I've been okay. saying. Jerry West being a top 10 or top 15, top 20, your pool already is kind of expanded to the 20, 25 range or any legend. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, Kobe being the best out of or one of the best in his 2000s to late 2010s era or early 2010s era, I should say, for Kobe. Um, I think I think he definitely would have been considered, you know, if they were doing some sort of pull, he would definitely be in that group. You know, if that was what it would be. Is his chance of it increased passing away? Obviously. You know, for yeah. sure, he'd probably run away with it. But, you yeah, know, in a I'd... sense, that's much deserved. You know what I mean? Uh, that'd be the same way if it was Mike who passed. Uh, you could say, you know, any recent star, if that, they were yeah. in that same situation, I think they would get that same treatment. But yeah, was... Kobe would definitely be in the conversation. That's without a doubt, you know? I just, For me, I just feel like it should be Mike. And then... That that's just me. I don't. I just feel like it should be Mike. He is the goat. And I mean, if you want to argue LeBron, whatever. I'm not going to make the logo someone who's playing regardless. Mm-hmm. So like, even if you think Mike's the second best player of all time, I just think it should be Mike personally. Not that like I understand talking about Kobe or Bird or Magic, but like I think that would make sense to me personally. That's interesting. I don't know. I mean, just because I mean Mike is. The better version of Kobe, who came before Kobe, who True. is the pinnacle. Like if I think of the like as I was saying, as you if you think of the NBA, think of one person. You're thinking of Mike. Like that's mm-hmm. the first name that comes to your mind for sure. And if you, if you mean literally logo, then yeah, I mean, I mean that it could literally be Michael Jordan, yeah, because he is synonymous with the NBA for sure. I guess but that's just how I feel, think of it. If you're, like, you know, if you're just honoring. Like you are Jerry West, and like I said, who know I, who knows what the process was to get Jerry West on? You know I, what I mean? Saying, like, I don't know either. But like, if you're honoring greats, then sure, Kobe's there. But I, for me, I just think NBA logo, face of the NBA. Who should that be? Michael Jordan. Like that just makes like even like if it's this jump man pose mm-hmm. or like whatever it is. Like I, that's the thing. The re- the logo so recognizable, mm-hmm. it'll never be changed. So it's a pointless conversation. Um. I hope it's not changed. It just it Kyrie, feels so right to have it like what it is now just because it's been yeah. there for so long. And that goes, you know, same with NFL. You could never change the NFL logo, that kind of thing. It's so iconic. But yeah, um, but yeah, I completely get why Kobe would be thrown in sort of thing. But rest in peace, Kobe. Um, yes. This is the Warner Brothers Podcast. This is the Warner Brothers Podcast. This is Kyle talking right Keenan. now. I'm joined by my brother Keenan. We are the Warner Brothers Podcast. We get some flack for not introducing ourselves in the beginning, but you know, we just get to talking. That's um, you know, that is what it is. You can't say, stop talking. The after podcast that. is a podcast. We get to talking and just rambles you on. You would think you know we would know to do it, or I would especially think because I'm always like, yeah, I'm gonna do it. I'll. I'll. <laughs> I'll introduce <laughs> us, and then it never ends up happening until like minute forty-five or something. Yeah, so, the last I was gonna say the last happens. two podcasts you've started off saying, "Yeah, I'm gonna introduce us," and then we just have nope. Someone asked me something and ends up somewhere else, I guess you know. Yeah. Oh God, big weekend! I'm as we talked about before. I am stoked 
stoked for this weekend. There's so much going stoked, on. He said, I am. <laughs> I'm, I'm throwing out the 40 year old white vocabulary. I'm stoked <laughs> this weekend. <laughs> That's like a 19, yeah, like a 1980s teenager <laughs> vocabulary. Um, yeah. No, I'm very excited uh, to echo your sentiments. I, I I'm stoked for this weekend. Uh, yes. For this, you know, you, as we said before, UFC All Star Weekend. I'm kind of pissed. I was talking with someone today. All Star Weekend is in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if that was scheduled for like any of the next six years because I know they have it like the next few scheduled out. Yeah, and they're in some weird cities. I think one of them's like Minnesota or something like that. Yeah, like, and Charlotte may have Charlotte. Has Char- yes, years, Charlotte does. And Atlanta hasn't had one since two thousand three. <laughs> Atlanta. You like if, it should be a rotator of New York, L.A., Chicago, Atlanta, New Orleans, Chicago, and just throw Boston one somewhere for being Boston. You know, one yeah, of the, just once in a blue moon. Just throw those a five cities in Houston, six. You rotated there. Like, how has Atlanta not had one since 2003? I don't think Miami. I think we've talked about this on here before. I don't think Miami's ever had a All Star Weekend. <sighs> Definitely they, not while I've been. If a fan. they did, it was that. like in the 90s at some point. I don't think they've ever had one, and it's fucking Miami like what's a more perfect place to have all-star weekend than Miami you know how many stars are coming out like if there's if you're gonna pick three it's places that stars weekend, literally I was gonna say, if you think pl- three places that stars are gonna come out got New York got California more LA. importantly LA Miami the stars are coming like obviously <laughs> stars are gonna go everywhere but like stars will be there <laughs> prom like because this year was supposed to be Indiana right what was this year's all-star game I actually don't know. I think it was... I really don't know. Unless this year was Charlotte. I don't think this year was Charlotte. No, I don't... Oh, didn't something happen for, like, to change from Charlotte, like, last... I think they had to change, but they moved it to a later date. Yeah, okay. Because I think it was maybe last year or something that should have been Charlotte, but... God. And it's also weird. You were just barely talking about it off air. That, like, right now, normally, it's the Celebrity All-Star Game. It's yeah. weird that nothing's going on on a Friday night. I hate that their celebrity all star games trash. Like I wish they would actually play. They very clearly just pick like these random ass people, and they like four out of the five will play. I think it's weird that they put WNBA players in. Yeah, I, it's like it's cool and not cool because it's cool because it's like okay, we're honoring the WNBA for but like, why the, the celebrity all star? But like game, the celebrity you know? also, you would think that they would kind of almost put more respect on yeah, them. exactly. Maybe give them I, like a weekend, like I'd or be, even like. 100%. Or like a Saturday and a Sunday, like the Saturday skills competition, three-point competition. You're not going to have a dunk contest if you want to lower it to nine. <laughs> That's 100% a great point. They should have a women's all-star weekend. And wouldn't you feel, if you were a WNBA player, wouldn't you feel like demeaned that you're in the celebrity game? That's yeah. like half-ass. Because they don't even care. They go out there and they like jack up threes. They don't give a fuck. Well, yeah, I mean. The older NBA Hall of Famers, that makes sense because they're like all out of shape. And, yeah. You know kind of can't play unless it's like a 610 center you know that kind of thing but they usually have some random old stars who are out of shape blah 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 but even that like i feel like if you had a team full of 12 celebrities on each side and you told them do whatever you know what i mean that'd be way more entertaining than what yeah, the like if you got like now. people like chris brown or like common can actually yeah. play like people and let them play like people that actually can play and even if celebrity? they were trash like keep the same celebrities like the ones that clearly can't and see where it goes like obviously I know they made Kevin Hart a staple, but Kevin Hart was better in like his first two and three than he was in his last three because he was just going for being Kevin Hart. You know what I mean? Like in his first yeah, ones, I think it's he a was fan vote too, right? Yeah, I was gonna say he's won like three, two or three MVPs. But in the first, <laughs> Keen's give me the celebrity All Star Game MVP stats over here. <laughs> but like in the first two, Kevin Hart was just being like natural funny kevin hart so he was just being so dumb and it's actually like very entertaining mm-hmm. so but if you had i got say out of the 24 got like 18 celebrities that could play and then just threw six guys in there i would mm-hmm. think it would actually be like oh wow these are celebrities playing like this is actually cool but it would be so yeah it would be definitely be more entertaining yeah i agree. i agree it's good to see people ball see who has skill see who has, who doesn't have skill but i would really like to see a WNBA All Star Weekend, like you said, yeah. now like a three point competition. That I feel like three point competition skills competition. Obviously, they have the All Star. They do have an All Star game, but if you had like that on a Saturday, and 
I don't know. A couple other things, you know? A couple other things, trying to make it on left, maybe lower it to nine and let them have a dunk contest. Why not? Yeah. Honestly, if they're like, I know some WNBA players think that's demeaning, like, oh, we can't, like, we're better than that, but like, you guys. guys, For a dunk contest, it'd be cool. I was going to say, for a dunk contest in general, like, you guys don't dunk on 10 that consistently. Like, just lower it to nine and go see what someone like Elena Deladon can do. See see if she can put her elbow in the rim or something. Like, that would be very interesting. For sure, for sure. Um, Three-point contest. You were talking uh, Devin Booker just got... Yeah, I guess he's injured. He's injured, so Mike Conley's there. Um, Looking at the field, Steph, runaway favorite. Runaway favorite. Like, there is absolutely zero reason for me why Steph shouldn't win this. All these have weird fields. I mean, this is the least weird field for the... Skills competition, or between the competitions, I should say. Yeah. Because the skills competition has Roko, Robert Covington in it. Yes. I could not believe that. Like, very, it was very. Julius Randle's random enough, but I think they've been doing bigs versus smalls, right? Yeah, they have, and they have Vucevic, (laughs) they have Sabonis, Julius Randle, and then they have Robert Covington, Doncic, and I think Donovan, uh, I can't remember the last one, but. I'm rooting for Roko, I know that now. I hope he wins it. And he's one of the guards, too, even though he plays the four. Yeah, he's the def. He's like one of the a very definition of a three and D. Yeah, he even though he does play big, true. Yeah, I was gonna say he plays the four, but he th- he really is your three and D wing. And then three point competition. I was surprised to see Jalen and Jason in there. I I think Jalen Brown's gonna do well in it. I think he'll do okay. He's got like a jump shot, and I'm always interested to see how like players with a true vertical jump shot yeah. fare in this kind of competition because you could easily take too much time. You know, just yes. getting in your regular motion. Like, that's why Steph's perfect for it. Devin Booker's perfect for it. Clay's perfect for it. Yeah, um, say they, Tatum's got, like, a slow release. So I'm really interested how Tatum does. I don't think he's going to do well. Durant never did well when he enters no, this kind of thing. No, because... you think Durant would do well. Yeah, Durant's a sniper. It's just, like... And Tatum's he, got more of a set shot, but he's his release is kind of slow. I don't know. I was say, Durant... It's the shooters who can get it off quick, but don't put a lot of energy into it. That's why people, like... Even Steve, like Steve Nash could do it and fine, but mm-hmm. it's those, those shooters. Uh, Joe Harris is the same way. Jason Capono, when he was doing it, just the quick shooters that don't have to really lift off of the ground much. Those are you typically your guys who can do it the best because they can save, conserve more energy than other people who have to jump like 25 inches in the air to shoot. The dunk contest, as we talked about last time, no names. Yeah, Obi's the biggest name. Yeah. Yeah, they're all kind of weird. I'm, I'm trying to think who would be the challenger to Steph out of that group. Who is it? It's Steph, Mike Conley. You said Jalen and Jason. Who's the other two? Um, I'm looking right now. Give me just a second. Um, it is. Oh, that's another one who possibly could be a sleeper. There's Donovan Mitchell and there is a Zach Levine. That's right, Zach Levine. Zach could, Levine has. He's been, another one who's a jump shooter. I think he can adapt a little better. I could see Zach Levine. Catching fire and doing a little, mm-hmm. little bit. Same with Jalen, I guess. Oh, and the sixth person in skills challenge, real quick, is Chris Paul. Okay, Chris Paul. So I was gonna say cool. you got Covington, Luca, Chris Paul, then Julius Randle, Sabonis, and Vucevic, and then Jalen Brown, Mike Conley, Steph, Zach Levine, Donovan Mitchell, Jason Tatum in the three point contest. Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, I think Steph should run away with that. Um, Anthony Simmons. Cassius oh, right. Stanley Simons, and Obi, right. or right. Simons, and then Cassius Stanley and Opie Toppin are the three in the dunk contest. I think Obi wins. <laughs> what was that voice? Right there? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> I don't know. So Steph's at the plus two hundred to win it. Jeez, he's plus. Oh, no, sorry. It says plus two hundred here in his odds to win, which makes no sense because then he should be minus. You should be minus two hundred. They pass I guess, on yeah, CBS. You- on CBS, they have it as plus 200, then Levine plus 450. So. Well, I guess, no, you'd have the minus if it was two. So if it's all, then yeah. that does make sense. So bet 100 to make two on Steph. That's yeah. actually, you could make decent money with off that if you really want to. Honestly. But who knows? Maybe Steph goes cold and you lose out big on that. Yeah. But I'm, I'm looking forward to the festivities. I'm looking forward to the game more than anything. Three point as far as what would normally be the Saturday night, because that one's pregame. Three yeah. Point competition. Um, I think 
Uh, aren't they doing the skills? Pro- oh, the skills is prior dunk's to tip off. The uh, three points prior to tip off, and then the dunk contest is at halftime. You know, Steph's gonna come in ready to shoot. Then if he's coming off of getting thirty, sh- probably like ninety shots up, who yeah. knows how much he's gonna? Yeah, he's gonna come into the game. <laughs> he he's gonna have the right corner as his money ball rack. That's the hundred and five corner. <laughs> and they got they got the Elon ending right and the. All Star game again, like the pickup fourth quarter. I think so. I, I cannot wait for that. That's that's honestly like one of the fa- my favorite thing that's ever happened. That and them drafting their teams now. Yeah, like I feel like that's the way it should have been all the time. Like, yeah, I don't know why that wasn't. I mean, I get how. why because it's traditional for each each sport league's All Star games, like East versus West or Conference versus Conference. But yeah, it seems so much more fun this way. Like like last the other night, how LeBron's team ended up. Like LeBron's got. By far the best team. Yeah, I was gonna say something. Durant, people, I guess, went for pure offense, is what he said. He said was, he wanted only bucket getters. I was gonna say LeBron has Jan. Like the starting five is Steph at the one, or Luke at the one. I'll say Steph at the two, LeBron at the three, Giannis at the four, Jokic okay. at the five, and then Kevin Durant. Obviously, he's not. Like that's playing. a crunch time five, most likely. Yeah, I mean they. Um, maybe they do have Dame Dalla. And then Dame Lillard as your sixth man. So there's no way Jalen Brown, Paul George, Ben Simmons, Sabonis, Chris Paul, and Rudy Gobert. And then Durant has Bradley Beal, Joel Embiid, Kyrie, Kawhi, Jason Tatum, Devin Booker, who's out, Anthony Davis, who's out. But um, James Harden, Zach Levine, Donovan Mitchell, Julius Randle, Vucevic, and Zion. They can get buckets, but you're trying to tell when your crunch time five is Steph, Giannis, Luka, Jokic, and LeBron, or you go small, take Jokic out, and go Lillard, Curry, Luka, Giannis, and LeBron against probably Embiid, Kawhi, Kyrie, Jason Tatum, and Harden. Which that's not a bad five to go against. Either. No, that's not like they obviously they're all Especially stars. So they're, there. they're obviously all stars. So everyone's gonna be great. But, but I think in <laughs> that's uh, that's tough to beat. They could do whatever they want on the court with those five. Uh, LeBron being such a historian of the game and like such a great student of the game. Like whenever he's in interviews, he can really obviously give you such like a genius answer and insight, which made it all the more hilarious when he goes, "I need more size on my team." <laughs> You got Rudy Gobert on the board, like the biggest player in, yeah. on of any of the draftees. Yeah, biggest candidate, and he goes with Sabonis, who's six eleven, and Gobert's literally like he's listed at seven one, seven two. He's probably like seven four. He looks like, like yeah, he he's, looks insane he's, on the court. Yes. Um, oh my! I'm looking right now. Do you think that jazz shade was intentional? What are you looking at? Tell me that first. What you got? Um, I'm looking right now. I'm looking at like. I'm just thinking because I'm 2K. We always think of 2K and a defensive five for Team LeBron. If you went LeBron, Giannis, Paul George, Ben Simmons, and Jalen Brown, or take out Jalen Brown and put in Rudy Gobert, are you kidding me? Yeah, they can, <laughs> five's doing. They can, make, doing. <laughs> they can make that court look small. They well, yeah, it. I mean, you have LeBron, Giannis, and Ben Simmons who can guard one through five. Mm-hmm. Then you have Paul George who can guard. One through four could guard a five if need be, and then Jalen Brown, who really can guard one through four, they could switch everything and clamp down on whoever. God, you're not scoring on that. That you're not scoring. I mean, simple. Jeez, I mean the other team. Too bad to. I cannot wait for Durant to play in this game next year. Hopefully with the Alana, that's the best addition. They, how much they were locking up last year, and there's you know there's episodes of us talking about this on here, but how Mm. much they were locking up and getting into it last year. Love the intensity. And in the fourth quarter, anytime there was an iffy call, every player that would complain in real life was complaining to the ref at once. So there was Kyle like seven players that. like ready to kill a ref in this middle Kyle of this game. Kyle Lowry had that charge where like he flopped out on Harden. Harden was complaining. There was one that was like LeBron, James Harden, and Chris Paul. Yeah. And like three other players. They were just looking like, are you kidding me? But, <laughs> That's the best. I cannot and, wait for that. I mean, the great equalizer week. of it all, though, is... If Kevin Durant's on your on the other team, it doesn't matter who's guarding him. Like it just doesn't. Is there any? Fan, there's no fans for this, right? I don't think so. Even though, yeah, I, I hope they. I hope it's 
truly like a pickle game. I don't think it will be, but I think it'll be still more intensity than a regular All Star game, I, don't you think? Yeah, I mean, I'm. I mean, you didn't think people were going to be there because of COVID. So I mean, if you're going to be there, you might as well be there. Might as well go at it. Right? I was say, if you're going to be there, then like actually play because there's no point in being there if you're not going to. I thought for sure, like the way players were talking about it previously, I thought players were going to drop out and. We were either going to get like a lesser All Star game or no All Star game at all. Yeah, but it's the, here and it's in full effect. It is minus um, Durant and Anthony Davis. But, yeah, and AD. Um, you would think someone like Zach Levine. Like I thought someone like Zach Levine could be a starter mm-hmm. just because of how like he's having a great year. But like him and like Sabonis, people like that, just because you figured, oh well, if LeBron's not playing. And like Embiid's not playing Durant and Anthony Davis, like you would have probably had Giannis and Steph still play because Giannis wants to play every time, and then like Harden. But like you, you I thought that we're gonna get less. But oh god, I'm I'm excited. Who has been your like surprise player of the year? Do you have one at all? Like offhand, a surprise player of the like year, like a like a player who like just. Maybe not even most improved, but just a player who like has came out and been like, oh, he took the next step quicker than I thought, or like he's really stepping up to the challenge. Anyone like that? Because for me, it's been a little bit of like one of them's been Sabonis. He is, he he showed signs of what he's what he could do, but he's been on another level with some I, of. I gotta say, I have not Levine. watched. Zach Levine would actually be my answer because I've actually been kind of a, I don't want to say Zach Levine hater, but like Steven, that's one of his favorite players. Um, Because Zach Levine, in theory, like before this year, Zach Levine, in theory, should be a good player, right? He's as athletic as you can get, basically. Mm -hmm. Like he's fast, got bounce, and could shoot from the minute he got into the league. So right off the bat, that's at least a six man right there. Yeah, you thought he was going to be a little, like he's you would have thought he was going to start off in his career a little better, but And so he's that guy kind of on a bad team, a young team too, and yeah. he's automatically the star and he would just do like ridiculous decision making at the end of the games. Like literally act like he's we're talking about Kobe. He would act like he's Kobe Bryant at the end of games. Mm-hmm. And just like jack stuff up and like kind of show up his coach. And I was like, man, I don't know. I didn't know what to think of him. But, and uh cuz I kind of like Zach Levine in his first couple years in Minnesota, like he, you know, he had the highlights and all that. Yeah. And then this year, and he's really raised his game. Like he's actually become an all-star, like a offensive force. You know what I mean? Like he, I haven't watched a lot of Chicago, but he is consistently like getting that 25. It's not, oh, cause I'm on a bad team. Like no, he's yeah. really no, he's asserting working himself, being a leader. He seemed to have grown up a little bit. Um, Like last year he was shooting, last year he averaged 25 on 45% shooting. This year on less shots, he's shooting fifty uh, about 53% from the floor, 43 from three, and averaging about 29 a game. And that helps having 29. That's exactly. That's, that's, that's tough. And uh, do it that scores up all around in the NBA this year. Like, the numbers are ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like, this is going to – we're going to look at this like we look back at the bubble, I think. Like, I'm really interested to see what stats are yeah. after a week break for some of these guys. But, no, Zach Levine having Billy Donovan there, that helps have an actual – coach there yeah um so it's great to see that he did take that next step because he had all the potential i never thought i honestly never thought he would be this level an all-star he definitely Mm -hmm. had all-star potential but he truly deserves it shouts to him i would say yeah he's my biggest surprise and sabonis sabonis um, i mean he's putting up numbers last year indiana's another team that i haven't watched as much he obviously has his dad's like passing skill so he's he's underrated passer yeah great rebounder um, so having 21, and 11, and floor. six, just yeah, can stretch the floor. He didn't. He made it on the first returns, or is he an injury replacement? I think he made it on the first, but I could be wrong. So yeah, about time he got that recognition because he could have been. And I, he didn't get selected last year, did he? No, he averaged 18, 12, and five. And I think he if a, he did, he was on like a. I want to say he's a snub because I hate that word, but he was one that was definitely like on the bubble last year. One for of it. those people who was like. Yeah, he could have made it. Yeah, he definitely Facts. could have made it. Uh, also, Christian Wood up for Houston. He just came out of nowhere, really. Yeah, he he Over, came out of nowhere last year for Detroit. Yeah, he came really, out of nowhere at the end and then just came through and was been been averaging twenty two and ten. Oh, 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 oh! I just thought of this. Blake Griffin buyout. He wants to go to the Nets. 
Like, I think the Nets are going to get him. What do you think that does to that team if they do end up getting Blake Griffin? It's hard to say because Blake Griffin looks every bit of done this season. Like, yeah. he's a literal shell of himself. He hasn't even dunked this year. He, his shooting percentages are horrible. Um, he could very well just been doing that to get out of Detroit. I don't know. Honestly. So I have, I have no answer on that. Um, the fact that Brooklyn has interest in him, maybe that should tell us that. Maybe this is something for them, but I mean, you know, what they need isn't Blake Griffin. They don't need another offensive player. Um, They need athleticism and they need defense. people who can defend. So, yeah, you know, uh, who knows? We'll see. I, but that's a smart staff over there. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's got something left. Maybe he can play the five for him. Um, I know all the, you know, besides Brooklyn, all the contenders really or like prominent teams. We're after him. You know, the Warriors wanted interest. Celtics apparently have interest. Lakers and Clippers. So, yeah, people must think he's still got uh, something left, he which is weird because he looks cooked this year. Like, he, he, don't, he doesn't he don't look, look like he's got anything left. But I hope so because he, he really got sapped with the injuries or sapped of his talent with the injuries yes. because he could have been special. Like, more special. More special. Yeah, he's a very underrated passer and has handle. Like, there's... There's some clips, look him up on Blake just like leading the break. Like, it's crazy. His, he kind of could be doing like is. in a different way, but kind of like the Sabonis stat line, like the 21 uh-huh. 10, or like the Julius Randle kind of like in that like 22 to 25 range, 10 in like six. Like, he has that kind of talent to really run an offense through. You saw like the 2013 playoffs, I think it was with the Clippers. You really saw if he could have harnessed all of that with injury. Without the injuries, he really would have been. Yeah, the 2015 playoffs, he had like argu- a, he looked like a top five player. He like, arguably he really could did. be the best player on a championship team. Like that, Ooh, that like maybe like, I don't if, know about I'm that. I'm saying if he propels like him to and that, Chris Paul. like like if he has another guard with him, like yeah, like I think I think it's the same thing with Embiid. Like I think Embiid can be your best player as long as you have someone who's like, if you're an A, I think you can have like an Embiid's a, a little different because he. I don't know how we just got this Embiid Blake Griffin debate. But well, I mean, not the, the, the same. I'm just no. looking at Embiid's name, honestly. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, I, I would say Blake Griffin's the type you'd kind of compare to like Carl Malone. So they kind of yeah. need that stocked in a close. I was gonna say, yeah, they need that like because they have an offensive game. close, but like Carl Malone was still the best player on those teams and they were championship level. I yeah. think it could have been like that kind of, not like but Embiid, he can lead. Embiid's got, you know, out of this world talent, he could. He, and be the best he can carry a team, you know. I mean, yeah, it, it helps with the guard, but you know, at this the way he's playing right now, you put anybody with him, they're cont- yeah, they're, they're close con- to a contender. See, you I know? think I want to put him on like LeBron's level, but he would be they'd be at least like maybe like where the Celtics are right now, like a fringe contender. So you know? see what I'm thinking. Like what I'm thinking even is like Shaq couldn't really do it on his like do no, it do it. Nobody like, can do it on well, that. No, that, like um, but I'm saying, but like, he's at the level now to where like. He's like, like a prime shag. You yeah. put anybody around him, you're getting some production out yeah. of that. Yeah, definitely. I don't I'm just thinking like he needs it's hard I feel like with bigs it's a little bit harder because they don't always they can't bring up the ball and it's harder for them to get their own shot only because you have to actually get it to them. Yeah. I mean Embiid's a little different because he can step out to twenty four if he needs to and hit it. So he can get the ball out there, he has handle. But yeah, with Biggs, you always want to pair him with someone who can yeah. get their own shot for he, sure. He's an MV, He's your MVP right now. I'm assuming. Embiid, probably, probably. I was gonna say, I was gonna say I'm, if I had to pick, it would be. I, I would probably know. pick Embiid, and then mate, LeBron's Le- right there. Lillard's right there, low key. Harden, Harden, Harden's is, playing ridiculous. I was say Harden stepping up. Um, if Steph's team was better, he would be there. But mm-hmm. I, mean, um, I think he still is in that conversation. I think he's on the lower end of the conversation, but I think he's definitely him and Luca. I think are both on like the lower ends. But like if their teams were better, Luca's creeping back in and he's playing great. Yeah, and he had the stats early on, and oh, and the team wasn't getting the results. Now they're winning a little bit more. So let me not forget to throw these two. Jokic for sure is in Absolutely like Jokic. that conversation, and Kawhi. Kawhi yep. has been playing great. Like just to throw those names in there at least. So, and obviously Giannis stays in the MVP conversation. And Giannis. Giannis will forever, like, while he's in the league in his prime, Giannis will be, like, a top six MVP candidate every year because he's he's just, like, one of those LeBron cheat codes-ish. Like, he's he just going to do naturally. Like, we're talking about him being, like, on the outside 
He's averaging 29 of 12 and 6. Like, That's <laughs> like That's we're, we're not even telling. Like, he may have, he didn't even come up in the top five, and he's averaging 29, 12, and 6. Like, it's just, I'll say this. It's one of those, like, almost LeBron fatigue natural things, like, with if, how good the Bucks are. Like, if the, LeBron averaged 29, 12, and 6 after an MVP season and was getting talked about the way Giannis is getting talked about, I can't even imagine the outcry it would be. You know what yeah. I mean? From, especially from, like, the Bron. Bronze sexuals, like his, those, <laughs> no joke. That's what they are. Like, oh, I've never heard that actually. <laughs> see, that's 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 why I gotta get on Twitter. That's, but like, I can't even imagine what the outrage would be if LeBron was after that. Because this is a top for another day. But there's people who'll be like, oh, LeBron could have won it for the last eight years. Like, no, it's hard to do. But the last no. eight to ten MVPs have actually. No. outperformed him like he there's definitely years where he could have earned it but the there's rose never year, been like the rose year you could argue that's the only one probably yeah because i mean after after the rose year then he won it then after that it was kd 2013 2014 he averaged 32 that year yeah 2014 15 with steph you would go through all of them yeah I'm, i i can <laughs> offhand i know all of them no yeah they I mean, they 20, definitely the ones who won it deserved it for sure. I was like, fifteen was Steph. You could have had Harden, the only one you compare. Sixteen was his unanimous MVP. Seventeen was Westbrook's triple double. Eighteen was Harden when they won sixty five games. Nineteen and twenty was Giannis. You're not giving any of those cha- um, MVPs to LeBron. I'm sorry. Like I'm, I'm sorry. As great as LeBron is, you're not giving any of those MVPs to anyone different. That is, yeah, I agree. I mean, in the end of the day. He's still the best player in the world. I'm no argument for me there, honestly. But no, he's not the best player. He wouldn't have the best season, even though he's the best player. True, true, true. I'm trying trying to figure out how we went from. I don't even know what we started on, but then it got to like Blake Griffin versus Embiid for <laughs> championship player, and then got to you listing all of LeBron's last. Eight no. to ten MVP. So cases. I, I just I know all the MVPs. I believe since like. 2000 for sure offhand and then like the 90s ones kind of get mixed up for me but since AI's MVP or Shaq's MVP I can pretty much list them all in order there you go hey that's one of your talents it's I don't know I like lists so (laughs) (laughs) and it's and it's when I need arguments like this if someone's like oh LeBron should have won MVPs no he shouldn't have (laughs) like let me let's go through it I guess all right what what else you got for me on this uh um, I know you got some other all-star questions or or prompts, whatever. What do you got here? Um, who's been the most electrifying young star? We'll go under 25. That's fucking broad. Um, it is broad. Like Under just, 25, like, well, I mean, and I mean, they got to be the most exciting? Well, I mean, you can look just like, I guess, actually, no, I'll change it. Who's been the best player for you to watch this year? I'll change that. The most exciting? The most exciting for you to watch this year that you've just, like... Kind of, if they have a game on, you just want to turn it I on. I can't get enough of Steph this year. It was so good to have him back. Mm-hmm. It's, and I feel the same about Durant, actually. Um, yeah. oh, God. But for me, it's Steph because, you know, I've mentioned on here before, them without Clay, yep. I'm, it's their first year really post-Durant, like that they've actually had to really deal with it. Yes. Right? Because with Steph getting injured last year. I'm so saying, Draymond really... was in and out last year. Clay was injured. Steph broke his hand. Like, their team was just... So, like, last year probably would have been Steph for me. But this year, especially, you know, being the bubble, haven't seen Steph in what seems like forever. It was like 13 months, I think it was, that you really didn't see, see Steph. And he, he's just gotten better. Like, I can't believe it. And they, players always see, all the great ones seem to get better mm-hmm. late in their career. Like, Kobe would always add something. Uh, LeBron, like, LeBron's shooting's better this year. Yeah. You know, like, all the great ones always come back. And, you know, it's hard to see because Curry... He's, you know, when people say he's not athletic, they kind of, they, when they say that about any guard, you forget like these guards are still otherworldly quick and they got otherworldly like, handle, Steph but is, Steph's handle seemed to have gotten better. Like his shot genuinely seems like it's gotten better. Like he seems like he, if he has a half a look, he's mm-hmm. knocking it down. Like, and Steph, like the thing about it is Steph is super athletic. It's just cause he doesn't jump out of the gym. Yeah. Like, but, like, all, but like his first step compared to people is like. If you if you're I'm, guarding Steph, like you're gonna be like, oh man, he is really athletic. Like there's some things. Is. There's some things like I remember reading. This is random as hell. I remember reading one time like someone went to the Drew League mm-hmm. in L.A. 
and I think his name was Marcus Williams. It was a random ass player who played for like UConn back then. I think his name's Marcus Williams. And he was like, he was what would be like your average just backup point guard, but he didn't have like any great career, right? Yeah. But he wasn't, didn't have any discernible like quality. I think like he was a good passer. Mm-hmm. I remember someone saying like, out of all like the random like pro-am guys who were athletic and like had bounce and all that, out of all those guys, said Marcus Williams, who'd been in the NBA and just played Point. in the NBA, not even an athlete like just that, plain, not just yeah. played in the NBA. He said you could tell there was another level of athleticism that he had over everyone else, even like the, like I said, the guys who would have bounce in other leagues. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's just weird how that is. Because look it up. You can see Steph doing like through the legs 360 dunks, I believe. Yeah, right? he did, he's done an awful lob. He can do a 360. Like he can do, um, like he can jump. It's just yeah. he doesn't, his game's not predicated around. Same I'll with gi- Kyrie. I'll give you another one that sticks out to me, like just random as fuck, someone who just can do something insane if you know if you watch college basketball in the early 2010s louisville point guard peyton siva who's oh, like God. i don't know 510 maybe no, like he could his different. nba comparison would be like fucking dj augustine like he's just an average point guard and i saw a clip of him doing i think like no, a through the legs that, dunk off the bounce or a three it was something ridiculous yep. and it made no sense like it makes he's no he's sense. a different kind of athlete like i mean like obviously nba wise but like you look at peyton siva and you're like, wait, I'm I'm comparing him like to other NBA athletes, but like you wouldn't think he was that kind of athlete. Like you, you wouldn't compare- think he, I wouldn't think of him as an athlete at all. No, like, I'm saying he's like, like he's gritty. different compared to your like typical athlete around the area. Which like, is crazy because different kind of athlete. He's the NBA style athlete. Yeah, and you don't think of that until you actually see it, because you know it's not something your average person or like like I said, me like you just wouldn't you see Peyton Seaver, you're like he's a couple inches taller. Oh, he can than definitely me, dunk, but. but you know, he can't get it like that. No, he, your average NBA player can do wild shit on the basketball court. They yes. just can't show it because of the system they're running, basically. But yeah, that it's and, wild. I mean, it also, it changes when you're like, okay, I am 5'10", though, and I have seven foot Giannis coming over. Instead of trying to do a dunk over him, knowing he's more athletic than me, let me just mm-hmm. take a nice little floater or something. Like, So you don't see it as much. Yeah, because yeah, basically. Of, because of the competition you're playing against. But put them against like people like us, <laughs> that's over. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're jumping over our heads, basically. They're doing whatever they want to. That's a fact. That's a fact. Um, for me, it, I'm going to watch Curry, but that's a bias here. And obviously, he's phenomenal to watch. I'm going to also take, for me, LaMelo out of it because I watch. He's been electrifying this year. I don't so know if you're taking two players out of your... Well, I mean, there's also a personal bias there, so I'm going to watch them. But there have been my two most exciting to watch, so I'm going to do someone that I haven't actually, like, I don't have some a bias for. And for me, I would say having Kevin Durant back is great, but also Damian Lillard. It's just, he's obviously he's like Steph, but like Damian Lillard, there's just, late in game, he's just one of those guys who's like, I don't want the ball in the same. like he's just one of those scary scary guys with yeah, he hit game. like a step back 30 footer over Steph the other night yeah against Golden State that was nuts that was a good game and he wasn't even playing that well most no, of the game either he had Golden 10 State in the was fourth um it was like Steph had a floater that went like in and out like the ball was halfway in then literally was like well you're gonna give me the opening I guess I'm just gonna mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess I'm gonna rain one in from 30 him and Luca's clutch like I'm thinking of another person who I just think late game mm-hmm. scared because he's only like a 34% three-point shooter, but it feels like he's a 60% when it's late game because he's, will, he's willing he to two, take and make against Boston. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, he hit two, like, 9 out of 10 difficulty shots when against us. Like, they were step-backs with two people in his face was the game winner. Mm-hmm. And the one before that, I believe, was another step-back, tough jump shot. Yes. Three-pointer at that. You know, it's just, Luke is crazy, for sure. I would say the other player I'm watching a lot besides, or look forward to watching a lot, would be Jokic besides Curry. Oh, yeah. He can, um, he's, he's been on that list for me for quite a few years, but I'm probably watching more Jokic than usual, mm-hmm. I would say. And, uh, yeah, he's he's another one that's pretty fascinating to watch because he can't jump, he can't do any of that, and he's getting more dunks than he's ever had this year, which is funny. It's kind of interesting him. we're calling the um, non-athletic will put in quotation marks players as our favorites to watch because they're just so skilled and they can they can do so much on the floor because not everything is athleticism even though it's such a huge part of the game for sure and Jokic out of you know when we just said all that 
he probably actually is an athletic. Like he no, literally doesn't yeah, look nah, like he can he's... get up the court. I love Jokic. He is like one of my top five favorite mm-hmm. players right now for sure. What else you got? Is that it? Uh, you got, for you got me, one for me. For me, that was all. That's what I had because I was thinking obviously best best dunk Anthony Edwards. Like that's not even a question. That maybe that's the best. that's actually what my question was gonna be. What was the most memorable play of the first half for you? Um. Because that's my answer. The Anthony, Edwards Anthony Edwards. That's the most disrespectful thing I've ever seen on an NBA. Uh, basketball Steph's play. three to go to six to get sixty two was very memorable. I don't even remember it. What was it? Um, he hit. Well, he hit like a step back from twenty eight, and then because I was watching that game, and I was like, okay. And then Draymond got a rebound. I think it was either a rebound or a make, and Draymond came down. He passed it. There was like three bodies around Steph. He like hit a, like a leaning forward three for sixty two, and then. Did a Steph celebration up the floor, huh. but that the Anthony Edwards for sure. And uh, I'm trying. I to felt th- bad for the Me. guy dunked on. Yes, right. and also just off the ones I'm thinking of right now that come to mind was um the Miles Bridges off the Lamelo ball, the, his windmill. Not that it was the best play, but I just one of those that come to mind because I was not expecting it at the time, and that was a that one was nice. I think that one of the other plays that sticks out. Watching a lot of Steph was he had a three against the Spurs. I think it was at the end of the clock. He did like a one of his double behind the backs. Yeah, and it was like going out of bounds, and he just jacked it up, and it was all night. Like you, you definitely see it. Yeah, because it's one of the most ridiculous threes I've seen Steph do, and Steph has a long list of those. No, I was, I've but, I've watched like about every Steph game I possibly could have, just because he's my favorite player in the league. So you watch more Steph than the Miami Heat. Um. Yes, because of what my schedule is. Because the Heat normally get like, because what? Because I'll be hanging out with Danny or something. But like the Warriors play ten o'clock games, and since they play a lot of ten o'clock games, by that point I've either worked out, eaten, like I've done or ate mm-hmm. trash, trash English. Um, so, so like <laughs> you the, United English class. <laughs> so the Heat will be like either at the end of their game, like they'll be around that time. So naturally I have more time to watch the Warriors than I do the Heat. But I have watched multiple Heat games this year, obviously. But interesting. And Steph is just for me also Steph's just what must watch, must see T V. Like I just I just admit I just like I mean given night it could be fifty and he's my favorite player in the league, so You've actually never said that before. I've never said that he's my favorite player in the league. No, he's my favorite player in the league. Whatever. I don't care. <laughs> he's most electrifying player for me in the league, so it's all right. So you said players that we enjoy watching. Yeah. Who's, who's a player that you've seen? Could be a role player, could be anybody. Who's a player that you, like, you did not have an opinion on previously that you're like, oh, I kind of like this guy. I like, kind of like his game. Kind of like watching him play. Anybody to you mm. that sticks out? Because for me, while you're thinking the answer, yeah. Random ass player who I'd seen in the past, but not seen him in this expanded role. And I don't watch a lot of Cavs games, but I just seen it here and there. I'll be like, oh, I kind of like how this kid plays C.D. Osman, or I think it's Jetty Osman. Jetty Osman, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jetty. He oh. plays hard. Like I, I would not mind him on my team. He can. He, he's got sneaky athleticism. Like he's got bounce. He, uh, he like plays hard the whole entire game, like too hard almost. No, he's and one of those guys that like feel like he could play D a little bit too. He's like kind of one of those glueish guys, like like you. But want, like with game, yeah, you know like you I mean? want like twenty five minutes out of him, like to really. He will defend your. Not that he's going to do the greatest of jobs. He's good defender, but he will defend your best player. He'll put maximum effort in for twenty five minutes. He'll go actually can score a little bit. Uh, for me. I would. This is a better player, mm-hmm. but I would say Terry Rozier. Yeah, like, like I've never like before. I knew Terry Rozier Rose. was good. Or, but That's like, my guy. He I was love just. I never had like an opinion on him. Like you, he was a former Celtic, so you obviously watched him a lot. But I never really watched him unless, like, uh, the Celtics were playing like a national TV game. Never really had an opinion. Thought he was good. But, I like, love Terry Rozier. But game. he. He can play, obviously. He's, he's a been, he he's is tough. he's a walking buck right now, and he's got a little bit of ice water in his veins. Like he's been making some clutch shots for the uh, for the Scary Hornets. Terry. Scary Terry. So that's probably one of the guys that I've seen. That Terry Rozier. When he, I remember I hated that he was drafted by the Celtics. We'd already drafted like we had a lot of guards on that team. We'd already drafted a lot of mm-hmm. guards, so there was no point in us drafting him. End up being like one of my favorite Celtics of all time. No lie, like. 
by the end that because his last year with us was the same as Kyrie's last year. Every Celtics fan wanted him gone, and I was like, "No, I want this fucking guy on my team. Like he gives a fuck about winning. Like he yeah. he can hoop. I loved Terry Rozier. Shout out to Terry Rozier. Yeah, definitely. He's he's one of those guys. Like he's obviously in the starting role, he's definitely flourished. But if he had to be a six man on a team. That is a six man you want to have. That's a now, yeah, because last year it looked like an overpay. Like when we saw what the price was, yeah, oh, for Charlotte, yeah. everybody was like, "All right, yeah, go ahead and have Terry Rozier." Yes, for that price, because great teammate. Like he plays hard. That's the thing. He plays hard all the yeah, time. That's how I kind of like my players. But that's like, that's why the Hornets are like almost five hundred, as they have that's the Lamelo effect too. Though, like, he's Lamello raising everyone's d- game. Lamelo doesn't take a playoff. To the point where he annoys people because at the end of the game, a few times they've been like down nine with twenty five seconds left. He'll steal the ball, shoot a th- like he'll literally play until the whistle's gone. Rozier, Bismack, uh, Malik Monk, Cody's oh Malik Monk's another one actually because I've watched Hornets games because of Lamella. Like That's no opinion, guy. no opinion on Malik Monk, sniper, <laughs> deadly, deadly shooter. He has been. He's been cooking since Gordon Hayward's been out and uh, Devontae Graham and Rozier have both missed some time. And then my next question to you. Yeah. Who do you want to see more of? It could be whether it's a player, whether it's a team. Who do you want to see more of in the second half? Uh, Hmm. I would like to see... For me... I would like to see more. This is kind of maybe a quote unquote cliche answer. I kind of want to see where Zion takes his game. Mm-hmm. That's one of the interesting. Like he's been playing very very well as of late, but he's been playing well at what he does. I'm interested to see with a few weeks off, people really being like they're starting to clamp down on we need to get to the playoffs and things. If defenses are going to be able to kind of stop, kind of like the honest effect in a sense in the playoffs, mm-hmm. and to see if he can at a young age, can adapt his game and kind of take that to the next level. So that's one of those ones I'm interested in. It's funny you say that because that's probably the player I want to watch the most in the second half is Zion and see, yeah, exactly, because he's been on a roll. Shit, he's an all-star. Yeah. Uh, and was drafted early in that draft. That should tell you something. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Zion is just crazy to watch. Just He still has a lot of weight to him. He's somehow still, he's only, is he still 19 or is he 20 uh, Maybe yet? 20. And he's usually he the most overpowering presence on the floor. And he's still like he only 6'6", that, six, 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 That's insane. He has I, another, like, another one of those people who kind of have like a shack effect in that in the body. He, when the Celtics played him, like, this was the whole skies falling game for the Celtics. Mm-hmm. He that huge comeback to the Pelicans. There was a play, we were still up, I believe, with like 20 seconds left. And they gave it to Zion. And he just like was like 18 feet from the basket and just rolled over Tristan Thompson and got a layup. Like just blew through him. And Tristan Thompson's a big dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was going to say 6'9", 245. Like actually like a well put together guy. And then Zion's just too much. So your answer is Zion. My answer would probably be Zion. I would yeah. say Zion for a player. And then for teams, I want to see A, more of the Spurs because I haven't seen a lot of them. Mm-hmm. And they're a playoff team. And... Heard nothing but good things about him. You know, yes. I love Dejounte Murray. Demar Derozan, his game seems to have been raised. If you're like, t- if you talk to Spurs fans, they're talking about Derozan differently. Like, they're everyone around Demar Derozan seems to be talking to him like he's. He does more ascending. now. I've seen a few games. He does more. Like he, better playmaker now. So I think that it kind of and takes smart a little bit of smarter shots. So I think he's just expanded his game more. But I something's like more aggressive too, or some shit. Yeah, I was gonna say for me, that's what I've seen. I've only watched a couple Spurs games, so that's another team I could watch more. But like from what I've seen, he seems like a little bit better of a playmaker. So I want to see more Spurs. Want to watch the Clippers more, just because I want to see what they really are. They're so hard to tell because they're one of the most talented teams in the league mm-hmm. for sure. And you know they can just they can take you out of games defensively. Yeah, if everyone's playing right. So I just want to see what they are. Like, is it Fugazi? Um, I kind of think if there wasn't a bubble last year that they never give up the three one lead to the Nuggets. You know what I mean? I think mm-hmm. I think they're more of the team that was up three one than the team that gave up the three one yep. kind of thing. But they did give it up. Um, 
one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Honestly, what they folded in the they really did. That was crazy. Folded. It was a lawn chair. That was crazy. Um, so I want to see more of them, and then Philly, and that's a team I've been watching more of this past week, right before the break. I want to see Philly because they can lock anybody up. Um, they don't have the talent probably as like the Clippers and the Lakers, but that's a big team. I can't imagine trying to score on them when they're all locked in. In the playoffs, if they got Simmons, Thibault, which you can't really play together because neither of them can score, like create their own shot, really. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And Simmons can score, but he can't shoot. But yeah. when you have Simmons, Thibault, Danny Green, Joel Embiid, and Tobias Harris on the floor, mm-hmm. Tobias Harris isn't probably known for being a good defender, but it doesn't matter when you get those other four guys around you, that kind it, of thing. It's one of those situations to Curry. where... I mean, it's like one of those situations where Tobias Harris will buy into playing defense, mm-hmm. and his team will make him a decent defender automatically. And he's probably like, a good defender. Yeah, anyway, I was gonna say you know he's I mean? good, but, but like he, the team will make you a better defender if everyone's working like in conjunction, and you really have that backing of a team. Another team I'm interested, kind of on the same thing as the Sixers, is the Utah Jazz, because yeah. I know, I know. Not drawing the same comparisons, but people are almost thinking a little bit of that like Atlanta Hawks team that won 60 games just because they have no... I mean, but they're different to me just because Donovan Mitchell's different. Donovan, that whole team's different. Um, well, I mean, yeah, their team's different. They're built together, but I'm they've thinking... Got, they've got one of the best defensive players you can get. You know, Rudy Gobert. Mm-hmm. Like, he's a... Ben Wall, you know what I mean? Like he's a defensive playmaker, one hundred percent. So yeah. that alone is that changes puts them in the game. Different stratosphere. Then you got Donovan Mitchell. Then you got all kinds of shooters around. Bogdanovich him. does not does not shy away from moments. Joe Ingles doesn't shy away. Uh, Mike Conley's been there, done that. My interest. Do you? Would you be shocked a little bit at all if they made the finals? I know they're the one seed right now. Nothing this year would shock me. I feel the same way I did say, about this season. About same about, about Phoenix. Bubble. Because Phoenix is technically the two. <laughs> Phoenix seamen. looks good. Phoenix, they do. Phoenix has close to no holes. The only thing with them is they have they're just not a ton of experience as far as their their young stars with Aiden and Booker. But Chris Paul's got all the experience in the world. Jay Crowder's been on a lot of you know deep playoff runs. Carries a gun with them. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you sound like a like a sixty year old conservative when you say, <laughs> you say say Jay Crowder carries a gun with him. He carries him. a gun with him. Strapped. I'm telling you, if there's anyone who comes to the game strapped, it's Jay Crowder. <laughs> it's him then Marcus Smart, but Jay Crowder. Why number. Marcus Smart? How is that? I, I don't know. I don't. You just look at Marcus Smart, and I just feel like he would. I mean, not that he's Gilbert Arenas. That's but the most like, racist thing I've ever heard. You're black. I just look at Marcus. I just look at Marcus Smart. No, not more so in the fact that he's black and looks like a hoodlum. I just it looks like he's about he that life. That's what it looks like. More so than it's just like, oh wow, he's black. He has. He's black. He looks mean. He has a gun. It's more just like he looks about that life. Marcus Smart looks about the life, but I'm sure he J- is. Marcus J- Smart, that's the thing. Marcus Smart, Jay Crowder, they are about that life. Jay Crowder's another one, one of my all-time favorite songs. And that's what I'm saying. They're about that life, so I could see them being about that life with a gun. I mean, Marcus Smart punches. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He was in Oklahoma State. He's yeah, so- he did show a fan. Love Marcus Smart. <laughs> he had a fan. See, he's just about that life. He's not going to take any bull from anybody. He's going to go at him. That's he said fair. bull. Jay Crowder. Jay Crowder. That's that's my guy. Um, I like Jay Crowder. But to answer your original question, yeah, the Suns, Suns look contenderish. They mm, do look contenderish. They do. Um, and they got a lot of talent. And I think I said it before, Chris Paul, everything you people say about how LeBron's aging, you got to say the same thing about specifically two people, Chris Paul and Melo. Melo looks fucking, this last two weeks especially, Melo looks sharp. Like, it's good. It's, he's forever a bucket. Like, he really is. Like, he can get. And the good thing I can't ab- believe no one signed him for a year. Like, and the good thing about it is obviously they have McCollum, but like if they need a late game bucket and Lillard's not open, you feel very confident with Carmelo Anthony having the ball on the wing one on one, especially because he's probably not going to be drawing because the best player is going to be on the Lillard and the sec- our best defender, second best defender is probably going to be on McCollum. So you're going to see Melo with probably the third best defender depending on the team. I'm that's feeling. Why, I'm feeling confident in Melo in that situation. That's why Portland's so dangerous. When you got that kind of Melo, it's a late career Melo, um, who just wants to win at this point. Like the not stats that, don't like, matter. 
like you said, he's facing maybe the third or fourth best defender, probably the third. Probably the third best defender. That maybe means the second only if for size purposes. If, and Melo can shoot it every bit as well as he ever has. Like he's always been able to shoot. Melo is low key one of the best three point shooters to ever play the game. Like I think on spot ups he's strictly always around forty percent. Like it's crazy. And so he's shooting. You almost got Melo going as you're going against your number three guy. That's that's almost comparable to Prime Melo. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. That's well. I if mean, yeah. Because he, he can still do everything I'm he could safe, in his prime, but you're just asking him to do it for twenty five minutes a game. Against bench dudes, um, that's basically yeah. prime. Mellow. I was gonna say yeah, if you yeah. have an A level mellow playing against A minus defenders, and then you have a B mellow playing against like I'd say a C- B plus. He looks. I can't believe no one signed him for a year. He looks great, and he looked great for them last year. So I'm, and he's committed to defending. Yeah, Portland's dangerous. They're definitely dangerous. It, I, I I can't wait for the playoffs. It's gonna be so the way it shapes up. But the second half of the season is gonna be another player I want to shout out. I can't believe I haven't brought him up and. The last few times I talk about the Celtics is Rob Williams. He is finally becoming the player, and I say finally, even though he's like still. <laughs> Isn't he I like in his third he, year? He might be twenty-one. Like, yeah, he. We got him as a steal. Yeah. Late in the draft, late twenties, some shit like that, and he was already had that like DeAndre Jordan projection. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And he just he's been doing freakish shit like that on the court. Not like the more playing time he's been getting. He, yeah. He's a legitimate difference maker. Like, he is insane. Like, he's, we're throwing him the lobs like he's DeAndre. Like, he's dunking on everyone's heads. He's playing above the rim every night and is a problem on defense. There was a stat I saw on Twitter the other day. I can't remember the exact five. It was like four or five different defensive stats. And the group was, it was like Embiid. Goddamn, who the fuck was it? It was Probably. like a bead. It was Simmons. It was like a, your whoever your most prominent defenders are. Yeah. Four or five of that list. I, I want to find the stat again. It was those four or five Simmons, whoever else, lockdown defenders. And then the two that stuck out to me because they had lesser minutes. And especially Rob, who was only playing 15 minutes a game. He was on that list. And Mitchell Robinson at 25 minutes a game was on yeah. the list of players who are like, you know, getting high 30s minutes, mid 30s, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Um, And Rob, you know, it was one of these stats that they're like, a steal and a block a game, two steals, two blocks per game. Like his numbers are off the charts. Yeah. So he's a legitimate difference maker and is low key one of the reasons Boston sees is turning around. But yeah, no, I was gonna say they, that's what they've always needed for like the last three years is a big. And like we've it, and they and we've had bigs. It's we like, were undersized and Rob was obviously too young, Time Lord, as he's known in the Boston streets. But you know, this year with him, Tice, and Thompson, you really get the best of all three worlds. You kind of got a stretch big who can protect the rim and Daniel Tice. Yep. Thompson can't protect the rim, but he can switch. Yep. And he's just a rebounder, you know, glue guy kind of thing. And uh, Rob Williams, no joke, looks like fucking prime DeAndre mixed with like Tyson Chandler or some <laughs> shit right now. And that's not a joke. Like, go watch him play. He, It's insane what he's doing in the middle. Like, he, <laughs> his reaction time is wild. Like, he is going to be a problem. And if he keeps it up, he could really be like a defensive player of the year type player in the future. Kind of like a Draymond Greenish. Greenish? I wouldn't say Draymond. I would say more DeAndre type. More like DeAndre. He, the ground he can cover and just his balance, his athleticism is insane. Music, real quick. Drake dropped. Drake. He had, dropped a three pack. All I know, I don't. Two out of the three. The Lemon Pepper Freestyle and uh, What's Next? What's the One with Baby? Oh. Uh, Wants and Needs? Yeah. Hard. Super hard. If that's going to be his album. Oh, I cannot I wait for it. For a second, the face that you gave was like a face of disappointment. I love no, 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 all no, no, no. three. Those I love all three. Wants and needs and lemon pepper freestyle. Oh my god, he Drake was and Rick Ross. Minute. Drake and Rick Ross could make an album together. They need to do a collab album or something because everything, every song they hit, it just doesn't miss. Like any any song they're on together does not miss. The second the lemon pepper freestyle <laughs> beat came on, I knew Drake was that 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 beat. If you want to hear lyrical Drake, that's the beat that you need him on. Yeah, he dumbed out. He dumbed out. If you if that if you want lyrical Drake, that's the beat you need. And wants him and needs is super hard. And little baby blacked out on that beat. I, yo, I'm that song sounds like one a.m. two a.m. Uh, like wants and needs is. I don't listen hard. to um, little baby. I, I don't really listen to him all that much. He perked my ear. I actually listened. I was like, wait a second. <laughs> he can spit. No, I was like, baby wait a second. I okay, okay, okay. 
Um, so that was good. I didn't care. What was the third track? Is it What's Next? Yeah, What's Next. I liked What's Next. That was the I, first track, but like I, I haven't gone next. back to it just because the other two are in my rotation. I'm not, I'm not Mister like oh I got to listen to Drake as soon as he drops. But yeah, if the, his album's gonna be that, we've got something special on our hands for real. Like yeah, that, I agree. <laughs> That's the kind of Drake I want to hear right there. Exactly. He was talking his shit. He was rapping. Yeah, I'm actually gonna go listen to that three pack again so I can give what's next a little bit of a yeah better listen. Um, but I haven't nah, listened I to the that. new Tory Lanes, but yeah, I didn't was, check it out. Um, let's say Andrew talked to me about asked if but I the Anderson Pack and Bruno Mars. I was about that to collab say, album's gonna be I'll, hard. They dropped their first uh, song last. Leave thing. the door open. I was about to just. I meant to that bring one. that up like that actually one. two weeks ago that their collab album's coming out because that's mm-hmm. listen. I don't. I'm a huge Anderson fan. Anderson Pack is like one of the most talented fucking artists alive. Yeah, you yes. mix that with Bruno Mars, who is you know mainstream and pop and all that, but like has legit talent. Like he has talent. This is a perfect Collab. fucking combo. Like the yeah. way Bruno Mars can kind of do his little throwback sound of music, and that's Anderson Pack's aesthetic is you know being mm-hmm. like that real soul funk, right? Yeah, yes. I got that right. Yes. Mixed with hip hop, like he's yes. current. Like, I say, he can <laughs> rap, he can sing. I he, think this album's gonna be ridiculous. I think we're we're gonna be blessed with amazing music in 2021. I, that's for sure. Because it's already off to a good start. With this this three pack, that single was hot too. Bruno and uh, Pack. Yeah. I can't wait. And then, as you mentioned to begin, we we didn't really talk about UFC this weekend. No, the, can't wait for that. Three amazing fights tomorrow. Really more great fights than that, but the. Three championship fights should all be entertaining. So, yes. But back to the music. I just want to fit that in. No, that's fine. Um, those are the only two songs. I mean, Tyler Creator, Tyler the Creator came out with something. with like a Coca Cola song. I saw Coca-Cola. that. I didn't listen to it though. It was a little. It was kind of weird. There's some music I gotta get out. Gotta like. It was kind of weird, but um, th- those are the songs that I. Those are the, those are the, um, the scary hours too, and leave the door open. I'm. A, I didn't know they were having a collab album. I didn't know that. I saw that, and. Anderson Pack, I instantly run to like I love his his music's perfect. Anderson honestly, for me. I love I love his music. So that I'm really excited now for that collab after what that track was, and yeah, um, you said USC battle rap that the face offs were today. Um, the face offs for tomorrow's event were tonight. Hmm. Um. Random in battle rap right now. Just want a little quick tidbit, I'll call it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bunch of diss tracks coming out, and I've been shocked. So this guy, a uh, battle rapper named Easy to Block Captain, mm-hmm. came out with a top tier diss track. He's one of the like rookies on URL. Came out with a diss track, and it sparked like a whole entire... It's kind of like when Control came out and mm-hmm. everyone wanted to hop on control mm-hmm. like top tier everyone wants to hop it's like control for the battle rap for battle rap culture it's actually been very but a lot of diss tracks have came out which i like because like it's like the sport of going at your neck is coming back for battle rap too which that's kind of like. weird that they release diss tracks when you can just battle you know what i mean it, no, it's but that's kind of like a prelude to battle that's kind of no, say is they're kind of less like more so like warning shots like okay this is how long heat. are these like three minute tracks or just like one minute um quick this so Easy's first one, he took shots at like six people. It was like three minutes. Um, he actually come. He actually has a hook on it too, kind of. Um, he had a remix with like seven different battle rappers that was like nine minutes. Then everyone's throwing out like these two minute diss tracks of pretty much like, all right, let's set this up then, or I'm coming at you, I'm coming at you, and it's gonna just set for a beautiful 2021 of kind of grudge matches in a sense, and I'm. That's dope. I'm pumped for it. Maybe this year will bring me a little more battle rap viewing. I can get some sort of feel for what's going mm-hmm. on in the battle rap community. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. Have you heard of NBA Top Shop? I have not. All right. All right. We'll, we'll talk about it next time because it's it's a topic I want to discuss. It's for somehow, I don't know how this exactly happened, but the mm. what would have been the world versus USA teams for this year, you know, yeah. that would have been played tonight. Yeah, that was announced on Top Shot somehow, but it's also okay. if you can follow this, it's a mixture of the Ultimate Team, like what goes on in like Madden, FIFA, Two K, right? Yep. I think it'd be my team on Two K. Okay, um, it's a mixture of that. It's a mixture of basketball cards somehow, and uh, yeah, it's it's and a mixture of gifts to our highlights. You know what I mean? That's it's it's weird. I don't even know if I could really explain it. So we'll talk about it next time. 
Um, it's Friday night. I'm gonna I'm gonna go eat some ice cream or something. You know what I mean? It's late. Yeah. Um, I gotta eat food. Actually, I haven't eaten since I had a banana like four hours ago. I need to eat. I got the true Kevin Durant treatment. But oh, by the way, I didn't. I got my I got my COVID test yesterday. I don't yeah. know if you saw like in the beginning. Yeah. Like, did you? You've heard about the test, right? They stick something up your, up nose. your nose. Yeah. My COVID test lasted forty five seconds. I walked into this trailer. She, at, you know, asked me my information. She's like, "Okay, blow your nose." I didn't even have to sneeze or anything. Like my nose, so mm. whatever. Blew my nose anyway. She's like, "Take this Q tip and swirl around each of your nostrils three times." Did that. She's like, "Okay, you have a result in a couple of days." That was it. <laughs> that's that. That's, that's what I miss work all week over. On a client who tested negative, by the way. But. <laughs> Hey, I got a paid week off of work. I can't complain, but I'm no. like, up until then, I was like, yo, really? like, cause they can't. So first I scheduled one at my agency, like yeah. where I work, we do COVID testing like daily, I believe, or at least three out of the five days. Sorry. Yeah. And, um, I scheduled one for Wednesday and I showed up and they're like, have you been exposed? And I told them the whole thing and they're like, yeah, we can't actually test you here. Can't be exposed to everybody with COVID. Da 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 da. da. I'm like, you got to be fucking ki-. like. I'm. If it takes that long, they couldn't just like. They could have just gave me a Q-tip outside and just let me, you know. <laughs> if that, I'll like, just say if that's the, if that's stupid. the COVID test, they couldn't just ask. I mean, they already have the information. Shouts to my agency though; they were doing the right thing, you know, protect protecting the brand. You know what it is. <laughs> so I get it. I get it. I would never. <sighs> I would never speak ill of my agency. Shouts to them. <laughs> Shouts out to the agency. <laughs> to the agency. Shouts to Lamoille County Mental Health. Yeah. 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 Well, this was the Warner Brothers Podcast. Follow us on Instagram at Warner Brothers Podcast. Kyle's going to go eat ice cream. I have battle rap face-offs to go watch. Seems like I say that a lot, that I'm going to go eat ice cream. Yeah, or is think- I'm going to go eat something. I think I'm fat. I think <laughs> I'm obese. You're not. <laughs> I think I'm battling obesity. He's not, but everyone have a good weekend. <laughs>